Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Popcorn Wine Down. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us this week as we will be discussing Netflix's hit hot series Bridgerton, which is adapted from Julia Quinn's best-selling novels about the, excuse me, lives and loves of the high society Bridgerton siblings. The series follows Daphne Bridgerton, who has been handpicked by Queen Charlotte as the it girl of the debutante courting season. Tammy, 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 what did you think about this show? It was good. <laughs> I love that. It was succinct. It was good. It was good. Um, you know what? I kind it was good. And so I'm just going to jump good. right into it. I, when I was writing this, you know what I thought about? What? It was like a, a Victorian dating game. <laughs> like the Victorian version of The Bachelorette or something. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, like I actually, um, I read the series. Um, I don't remember all of the books. Like I had to be reminded a little bit of what happened in the books. Cause it's been years. Like I read the series. I want to say probably like my late teens, early twenties is when I read, um, that series. And so I kind of like remembered some things, but like, I was really into like, those types of books um, back then. So I read like a lot of um, books like that. So uh, it just, it kind of just fits like what was going on at the time. <laughs> and shows how much um, of a lack of power women had over their own, like, you know, lives. Yeah, um, we will definitely be discussing that. But, you know, um, it was really great. And I don't know if we could have expected anything less because this is, of course, a Shonda Rhimes series. And it was her first series under her new Netflix deal. And um, it was three years in the making. It doesn't seem like it's been that long since she left ABC. I guess that's because Grey's Anatomy and her show and uh, and, um, Station 19 and... um, goodness, I, I can't, how to get away with murder, we're still at ABC, so it doesn't seem like she's been away from that long, but this was her first show for Netflix under her Netflix deal, and I don't know that I could have expected or should have expected anything less from Shonda Rhimes, but she and her team at Shondaland hit it out of the park with this, It, and I can say I was one of those who had I'd never heard of the Bridgerton series, and um, I honestly, you know me, I'm not big on romance novels, romance TV shows, any of that kind of stuff. So I'd never heard of it. And when I when I heard and read the synopsis, I was lukewarm. And I can re- legit say that the only reason I gave it a chance is because it was Shonda Rhimes. But <laughs> her name sells. Her name sells, you know. And being a fan of her other shows, I'm like, okay, it, it has to be something to it. But I was drawn in from the word go, like just from the very beginning, I was like, and it was one of those that I binged. Like I, it wasn't, I watched it all in one day and I was just like, oh wow. And um, yeah, it was, it was really good. And um, so since you read the books, you can, you can, you can be my, you can be the expert. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like I really, I really don't, it's kind of like when, you read a book, right? And then you go watch the movie and then slowly certain things come back from the book, even though like it's been so long. So I feel like that's how it was. As I was watching the series, um, I was just like, 
Oh, okay. I vaguely remember that. And I vaguely remember this. And I have to read up on it to make sure that, like, my recollection was actually correct. Um, but, yeah, it, it was really good. And I, unlike, um, I, it took me the third episode before I really, really got into it. Um, I did not know where it was going at first. I didn't know. I thought it was going to be very cliche. And I, that's one thing I don't like. Like, I love romance and all that. But I'm really iffy about cliches. Um, I get bored easily when um, they have that. But... I will say, once you get through the first three episodes, like, yeah, you're sitting there, you're watching the other five, because there's only eight. Like, you're going to watch the other five, you're going to binge, because you, you want to know what happens. And everybody did that. Like, everybody on Facebook, like, everybody on social media was just like, oh, I started this show, like, I'm done with the first episode, I don't really know if it's for me. And we were like, go to the third. Get through the third one, and you're going to be hooked. And we was right every single time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... I, I think I was, I think what drew me in was just, I was amazed and at the diversity of the cast, especially for back then. I wasn't expecting it, um, you know, and uh, Queen Charlotte, she made her black and a lot of people don't realize that Queen Charlotte actually was black. Um, she wasn't and, black. She had or black she was ancestry. In her, <laughs> or she was half black or something. But you but see, anyway. people going to be like, wait, but she don't look like she, mm-hmm. she, she looked white. She, she was a white woman, but she had black ancestry. She had black her. ancestry. Yeah. <laughs> she was black, you know, because if they would have known that back then. Nah, she was passing. <laughs> she was fully passing. So. Passing. You know, you know, you know the drop rule. Don't play like you don't know the drop rule. <laughs> Um, but you know, so it was just different. It it was just different things. And I love how even, you know, a lot of times when, uh, they diversify a cast like that, they will ignore it and just act like that was the norm for that time period. But I love how they drew attention to the fact that it wasn't, um, they actually explained how, um, they received titles. Like, you know, it goes back to uh, King George. I don't know which King George he was, though. Was he the third or the second? I don't know. I think he was... I think he was... The, he was 18, uh, it was 1813, so probably was the second. Are you talking about crazy King George? If it was the madness of King George, I want to say it was... Anyway. It was the crazy King <laughs> anyway. it, was the cra- um, it was the crazy King George, King but I'm not sure which yeah, one he King was. King George married... Um, Queen Charlotte, and as soon as he married Queen Charlotte, um, who, uh, like Eddie said, was a black woman, he then started to hand out titles to um, to to um, blacks in society, right? So I'm guessing it was titles to people who already had a type of status within society, and then they were given titles, like they were given titles all the way up to earldoms. And for anyone that does not know, I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to that. Earl, like being an earl is like the top tier and then it's a duke. Um, And then it just goes down from there. Um, So yeah, marrying a black woman and then he started handing out titles. So their parents were first generation. And then like the Duke of Hastings, like Simon was second generation for um, the Duke Dome that he had. Yeah. And um, so, and, but you know, and I love the speech that uh, what, oh, his uh, Lady Dansbury. 
yeah, Lady Dansbury, I love the speech that she gave to him about that. Like, you know, um, like I said, just drawing attention to the fact that um, I guess what I'm saying is I love the fact that they, that they didn't just gloss over it and act like it was normal, that she still said uh, some of the things that we deal with today, like what they expect of us and how we should carry ourselves and just, you know, the responsibility that comes along with that. Definitely. So, um, I, I love, I, I, I love, that was one of the things that I loved. And I guess I was interested also to see, since I hadn't seen this, I hadn't read the books, um, where it was going to go. And I'm glad, like you said, it wasn't uh, cliche, um, you know, and um, so that was a big thing. What's something else that you loved about this series? Um, I loved everything about the series. I thought the acting was really, really good. I thought it was very realistic on how, um, naive that society is high society as they call it you would think they would have more intelligence but at the same time they did not they just had a lot of arrogance which um i guess people can mistake for intelligence <laughs> um just because they're rich um but i did i i loved it like i love the historical like aspects of it like the fact of <laughs> that none of them knew where kids came from None oh of them my god. Knew how children were made and they were just like, "Wait. How can you make a baby if you're not married?" And that like I cracked up when like Eloise said that statement. I was just like, "Oh my god." And like and and he's going to be the smart one. Yes, <laughs> and it was amazing because that's what I was going to say. It's like all the books that she read and she was the one never read who a didn't romance want- novel. They, who didn't want to conform to society's standards of being a wife or a mother and it was just like but you've never in all of this you've never read anything that would tell you you know and, and like you said you brought up a very good point um, a lot of times we mistake money and wealth for um, intelligence and uh, class and things that it doesn't necessarily guarantee and um they were especially and I guess it goes back to something else you said earlier but the women were truly ignorant in a sense of what they did not know and um how it 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 boggled my mind how even the mothers once they knew they still continued to allow their daughters to be so they still kept their daughters in ignorance like the the wedding the wedding night scene where first of all the fact that everybody kept joking with Daphne about the wedding night right and like she already knew and I was just like y'all are comp- like that's so evil <laughs> like because they, they they were like saying it like oh she already knows wink wink and I'm just like but you have a society where you don't educate your highborn um, daughters on exactly how marriage works how kids are made and then the the wedding night conversation that her mom has and she compares it to dogs never realizing that her daughter had never seen how dogs had sex so she didn't had no idea what her mother was saying and i was just like how could you have had what is it like eight kids and and you knew how it was for you on your wedding night and never thought to have an honest conversation with your daughter when your family was supposed to be so open to society and Every time you and your husband did it, y'all did it doggy style. I mean, <laughs> you, well, you know what I, I feel like it was her trying to not fully come out and get the details and trying to think of an animal that like Daphne would have seen. But I'm just like, how she said it, I was just like, I can understand when she was pissed off at her mom and she went off. I would have went off too. Like, you Thank did you. not prepare me at all 
for what married life was. This is all your fault. On the fact of saying that you let me go into it blind. And then here's another thing that I think was so crazy. Her brothers didn't even like help her out. Like <laughs> your, your brothers didn't even like think to have those honest conversations with you either. So that means you were not close to any of them. Thank you. And the only one that probably would, that I understand was it Colin is he the youngest the one who who was pretty naive himself yeah Colin because Anthony was like I should have taken you to a brothel or something yeah you know um so it was like okay but let me just say while we're on this subject can we give a shout out a high five something just recognize Simon's pullout game yo Because she calls me up and she's like, yo, you watch Bridgerton yet? And I was like, of course I did. We're doing a show on it. And she's like, yo, you know the one thing that she pulled, she um she talked about, she was like, yo, yo, yo. So why that dude pull out like he was hurt? Like she was like, how quickly, she was like, how quickly he pulled out. It's like he jumped out of her and jumped to the other side of the bed just to let his scene go. Like <laughs> I know, like you like. It, you got the feeling that it was that good, good stuff because you know she was a virgin. So just from a men's perspective, you know it had to be tight. Not to and be he too still, busy. he still, he still, he still had it on lock though. <laughs> Thank you. You know he found a home up in that, and it was like you know he just wanted to relax and let go. So when he pulled out, it's like you could see the pain that it caused what? him to have to Like his that. face was distorted. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, that must have been for him. <laughs> It hurt me, and I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> like, you know how I felt, like as I would have been like, it had me pissed off as a woman. Like, dude, you gonna leave me hanging like that? Like, see, but the, okay, so what I realized is because I I watched it like three, I watched the series like three four times, right? And I was just like, I feel like he he made sure that she got off. He made sure that she got off, and then he all night was like, okay, it's time to go. Woo, woo. Yeah. Like Every that time. was so generous. That was so generous of him, but still, because it, it, it makes you understand when she finally asked him one time, "Does it hurt? Are you okay?" Because yeah. <laughs> y'all, but y'all, but just you know, and like, <laughs> but yeah, bruh had some strong oh. pullout things, like real wrong. Like I feel like he did the Olympics on that. <laughs> He was like, there's no way in hell. But oh my god. Yeah, so shout out. Cheers to Simon's pull out. No, no, you know. But then on top, so like and go, going going with that, like, um, like go on an extension of that, like, yes, he he had he had Olympic, um, Olympic level um pullout game. But then to think that like he set her up, right? Which means that you set yourself up to what she ended up doing to you, which is very different from the book. If if you watch the show, don't don't read the book. Um, she ends up raping him in the book. <laughs> yeah. He he, he, he he gets drunk and yeah, she def she she yeah, yeah. Um Well well since you brought that up and that has been a very strong topic of, of conversation is the difference between the book, what happens in the book and happens in the movie. I mean in the show. And as someone who never read the book, even I thought what she did was questionable. Um, oh, you you mean in the TV show? In the TV oh, show. Oh, no, I didn't think it was questionable at all. 
you I know, may be, um, I may be part of the minority, but I think I think he put himself in that position. He played he, he played on I, her ignorance, like she told, like she said he did. He played on her ignorance, and he used that against her. That he knew, no matter what he said, you knew that she wasn't educated and she didn't know how babies were made, how that all went down. You were her first. So that means her education was coming from you. You played her. And then when she learned that you played her, she played you. He deserved everything he got with that. <laughs> she didn't take advantage so, of him. Uh, you were having sex. She just happened to get on top and make sure that you finished inside of her. You were having sex. So she forced him to stay inside. But I mean, I don't I'm not saying I'm not saying it was rape. I was just like, wow, because you understood where it's coming from. And then the moment where he understands what's happening, like, oh, you can see it all over his face. Like, oh, shit, I fucked up. She knows. Yep. And so it's like, OK. And I, I realized because when I was reading just different things about that scene, I'm like, oh, OK. So I actually went and researched. No, I didn't read the book. But I went and researched what actually happened in the book. And they asked the producers and the writers, why did they leave that scene in? They said, because it was integral to the story and what happened um, next. But they also realized because of how life has changed in the past years since the books were originally published, um, just they didn't want to leave. They didn't want to have to go down and try to tell that story because, you know, a lot of times people forget, as we were talking about the agency um, that women had over their own lives, that it was a completely different time. Like in some states, marital rape still isn't considered to be a thing, you know, so it, it they just didn't want to have that whole conversation or open up that can of worms, which I can understand because that scene has started a lot of conversation anyway. Did she or did she not? Um, I, I can see it both ways. Like, you know, I, I, I understand both sides. Of it's that hilarious. Thing, so. Like, I, I, I've, had, I've had this conversation and every <laughs> was so surprised on, like, my viewpoint. But I was just like, no. Like, mm-mm. they're like, so you don't think, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm so good with it. Because what, what I'm thinking is for her to, the storyline starting off and the fact of that, even at that point, you, you loved her and still used her ignorance against her. And once she once she figured it out, like, I'm like, it was evil. It was absolutely evil what he did. On She married you thinking you couldn't have kids. And instead of you not, not instead of you like not being able to have kids, you were choosing not to have kids. And you also didn't tell her that. You did not distinguish between not wanting kids yeah. and not being able to have kids. And she was Thank right you. in the conversation that she had with him afterwards when he said, what did you do? The same thing you did. The same thing you did. <laughs> I took away your choice. Because <laughs> like at the, at the same time, can we, if we want to look even deeper on that, that's, that's a little bit of mental abuse. He used her ignorance against her. So he got what he deserved. I'm sorry. That's a very unpopular <laughs> opinion, but I feel like he got what he deserved on that. And then at the end, it did not, you know, fruit was not born from from that action which ends up breaking her heart which ends up breaking his heart as well when he hears her crying when they're at the opera and he hears her crying and you can see how heartbroken he was that she was so heartbroken as well so you know it was really good though yeah <laughs> yeah there's no denying like and the one thing that I did like is I love how 
their relationship was so different from the other quote unquote stable relationships. Like even though it was, they have their issues, obviously every relationship, no matter how quote unquote perfect or good it is, they all have issues, you know, you all have that something. Um, but I loved how their relationship was truly rooted in friendship. Um, just how it started, how they became like the best of friends. And I think that's also kind of what broke her heart is like, you, we were, we were friends and we, I thought we told each other everything. Like they, they had always been honest with each other except for that one thing. And I, I think that also well, a lot. Of- I know the the state the the general statement of um, that time was love was for the poor. So if you were poor, you married for love. If you were rich, you were if high you were society. Much, you, you didn't marry for love. You married, you married for opportunity. You, you married for opportunity and station. Yeah. So like he, yeah. he gave her, he provided her with actual love and with a relationship that was basically of the of what the poor could afford to have because they had nothing else compared to the ton and how their relationships ended up being, you know? Um, and that that's what really hurt her because she, her, her mom was so naive in a way as well towards society on, a lot of times she didn't speak up the way that she should, which lets you know her mom wasn't a strong-minded woman anyway. Uh, oh, but when her mom spoke up, when her mom finally stood up to Anthony, oh, yes. I was like, yes. Like, finally, you are my son, not my husband. And if this is the job you've done running the family, then maybe it's time that I take over. And when she over, called I'm him like, well, out about the fact that he was a hypocrite? Oh, yeah. I, I was like, yes. Like, that that, that right there, I was cheering for her. I was like, finally, Violet, yeah, you're you doing what you should do. All right, because Anthony, I will say this. Anthony was a rich, oblivious asshole through the whole entire series. He was so... He had his own, like, he was naive in his own way about how what women went through in the society that they were in. Like, he, I, 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 he was my least favorite character on the show. I did not like Anthony at all. I I did like Anthony. Um, I also like the family that I compared to uh, the Kardashians. Kardashians? The Feathertons? <laughs> Why? Um, I liked Penelope. Why? Um, her mo- why what? Go ahead. I did. No, go ahead. I, explain I, I, explain why. Um, they grew on me. Uh, Penelope, I understood where she was coming from, especially um because you know she she quote unquote was the least attractive of her siblings when in all actuality she was the most attractive of no, her she siblings. Wasn't. Don't lie to her. <laughs> I don't, don't lie to her. I think she was. I don't think she either was of siblings. Her siblings were not cute. She wasn't cute either. Was, they were on the same level. She was cute. No, she wasn't. No, she was. She was better than him. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. Have to agree to disagree. I did not think. I, I thought the ugly duckling thing. I'm like, so they're gonna turn her into a swan when the third series comes up? When the third season comes up? <laughs> like, um, I don't, I don't know because I haven't read the books. But I will just say that I, she was my favorite of the Featheringtons because I thought she was the most 
she seemed the most human. Like her sisters, they were oblivious idiots. And I guess they were just, they were women of their time. They were truly who they were supposed to be, I guess, you know, oblivious to the only, the most important thing was finding a husband and um, that's all they wanted. But that was her Pen- mom. Penelope was just my, I'm sorry, go ahead. Penelope was just in love with Colin. Yeah, so she, she, she was the same as her sister. She just had an um, object of her affection already established which made her different than her sisters. Her sisters had to go and find that person. She'd already had that person set up, but she wanted the exact same things that her sisters wanted. She just wanted it with Colin. She had that unrequited love thing going on. That's why I, I was so, with um Miss Thompson when she told her, when she gave her some honest conversation, I was just like, she needed to hear that. Now, granted, she ends up going and betraying Miss Thompson, but um she needed to hear that honest conversation colin didn't see you as anything more than another sister just because you love him doesn't mean he loved you <laughs> yeah um and i get that but i Penel- i like i did like the character of penelope so we can we'll agree to disagree on that i loved her um i love miss thompson speaking of her um she I, I it so spoiler, is she going to be a bigger part of the series? Is she gonna come back? No, um so in the book she's actually the cousin of the Bridgertons. Uh-huh. Um she's gonna be a part if they keep it kind of the concept the same, she's gonna come back when Eloise's story comes up. Oh, okay. Um so I also like that um, their mother, uh, the uh, Marie- Portia Featherington, the the the, patri- the matriarch of the Featherington group, she was a stone cold bitch. Like, oh, so, okay, this, we don't disagree on everything. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I understood where she was coming I from. I didn't I consider mean, her. I didn't think she was a bitch. I think. Um, Homegirl was a hustler, but no, I think I, she, I was, she, was, she was. Uh, she was from. of the times. If they were to look into the homes of those other women that were at those parties, they were the exact same way. Like Miss Cowper and her mom, and um, the other. Uh, they never named the other woman that they hang with on a regular basis. Like all of them were just the same. That is just how you, you have to be vicious in order to make sure that your daughters were married after Good. first season. Because if they had to go to a second and third season, oh, your status went down. So, you know, I get it. Don't get me wrong. When I say that, hats off because Miss Featherington, Lady Portia, she she wasn't about them games. She wasn't. Uh, You know, she she was about the hustle. She was going to do what it had. She was going to do what had to be done, especially considering what she was dealing with. at home I think she she came across as more realistic even though she was a lady of the times right excuse me she came across as more realistic than the Bridgerton matriarch oh she did you can tell you can tell that the Bridgerton matriarch had been pampered and spoiled her whole life and had was used to having the man take care of everything from her father to her husband her son letting her son she was okay with letting it pass down to the men you remember the um statement that penelope says to eloise when she's when she's really really upset over miss thompson and colin and 
Penelope said, like, I, I love, this was my favorite line from her. Not everybody can be a Bridgerton. Because another thing is Eloise not realizing that your life was not everybody else's life. Just because you read a lot doesn't mean you actually know anything of the world. And um, and, and that definitely played a role because she's like, you know, I, I want the same things as everybody else. I'm not like you. Like, I can't afford to go to school and just be a spinster. Like, that's just not something that I can afford to do because I'm not a Bridgerton. And and I think yeah, that goes and I don't have their mom. Other- yeah, and I don't have all these other siblings to take the heat and the pressure yeah. off. I, I don't have Daphne Bridgerton. I don't have the Bridgerton name. Bell of the, you know, the court and everything like that. <laughs> Who married into a dukedom of her own. So, and, and even when she married Simon, that improved the Bridgerton status. Completely. Like, so, you know, so it was like, okay. Um, but yeah, and like her husband was a degenerate asshole. He was and, a gambler. Uh, <laughs> he was a degenerate asshole. He was a gambler. And I understand. Get, I, granted, I understand gambling is an addiction, and which makes it a disease. I understand all that, but you know me in my modern mindset is like, homegirl, why you let him leave the house with that money? Because she ain't had nothing. Like, to why say. did you? She couldn't say nothing to him. It's like. I know, like, why did you not even just try to stock a little way for yourself? So, do we find out who bought the Bridgerton? We do. Who bought their debt? Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna put my money on. I don't know if they're gonna stay true to the books, but I'm gonna put it on Marina's husband or her brother-in-law. But I don't know who it was. But I'm interested to find out. So that was one thing. Um. I'm not going to spoil it for the people who did not watch, but I was totally blown away by the lady whistle down the girl. I, I was surprised. What? <laughs> uh, okay. I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised. Let me put it that way. Like when it happened, I was like, "Oh, it all started to make sense." You uh, so I don't I didn't I didn't remember who it was in the books. So, um I was surprised when they revealed it at the end, but going back to when um, Penelope and Eloise were discussing um, Whistledown, like releasing all that information and releasing Marina's information, that was personal. And as soon as they said that, I knew who it was. I was just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only person it, who would have done that it, to it, her. Yeah, who made it so personal. So it comes back. So do they, okay, I was going to say, do they ever find out who Lady Whistledown is? Um, yeah, but uh, they do not find out until her book. Because, you know, she, she ends oh. up with Colin. Oh, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. I was going to say, does, but Eloise doesn't know the whole time no. either? Oh, okay. So they go cool. through a thing where Eloise is really mad at her for not telling her and all that other stuff, but um, Eloise has her own problems coming up, so. <laughs> I kind of figure, and um, one thing I thought about is the middle brother, the middle brother, that I can't think of his name, the one, yeah, the one who hangs out with the artist. I was like, is he gonna be gay? Like, does he fall in love with his mentor? Oh, okay. He's not, they said they're gonna stick to the books, um, so they're not going to switch um, 
because then they can't they can't tell a real story they can't they they won't they won't be yeah. able to tell a real story if they were to make him gay everybody was just like yo is he gonna end up being gay and i'm like no because they won't be able to tell the real well, story see? they can't tell that love story if they turn it like that that that's not it's no connection whatsoever to that time like he would have been crucified no matter who his sister yeah. was <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I kind of get that. It's just from, there were a couple scenes where you're thinking, okay, especially when he went to, uh, when he went to his the art mentor's house, that's what I'm just going to call the dude because I don't remember his name. But when they were talking and he and he walked in on him, he's like, you're not going to say anything? He's like, no, what is there to say? And then the mentor dude just went and explained. He's like, you don't know. I guess he went off on him for something. Was it cheating on his wife or something weird? I forgot what it was, but when he was like, "You have no idea what it's oh, like to be in the room with the said, person." Like, so what about the the dude when he married? When he ends up marrying, like y'all are gonna keep his wife in the dark about this because his wife knew. Oh yeah, but they're gonna keep his wife in the dark, and that's when he he went off on him and said, "You know, you have no idea what we have to go through in order to be together," kind of thing. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, and I was like, you know, so. I was like, yeah, and I, and I love when they tell stories like that or when they include things like that because we 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 think that the things that we're going through now are just things that happen within itself. the last. People don't want to hear that. Yeah, like like in the last fifty years, and I'm like, what do you think? Gay people just showed up in the eighties, you know, when when the AIDS when AIDS came on the scene or something like that. I'm like, dude, go back to the beginning of time. Like, go back to you know, the people you think, that we learn about in history, in world history. Alexander the Great. Go back, Come on. Go back to the Bible. Like, <laughs> read the Bible. Have you read that? <laughs> like, you know, so it, it, it was just like, you know, but I, and I, I understand that. And I, I, so I thought, okay. But then when I saw that he was involved with the with the French boutique lady, then I was like, oh, they make a cute couple too. So um, that was really cool. But I, so I, I really enjoyed this. Movie. I did too. I do um, have one interesting thing, right? So I was telling everybody okay. this. I said during the duel between Anthony and um, Simon, right? Um, tell me why the whole time I'm watching this duel, I'm hearing Hamilton's 10 Duel Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> so like the whole time every every single time I watched that scene the song automatically came into my head I'm like it's the Ten Duel Commandments <laughs> I, like you're counting the steps yes! especially especially who was it was it Colin or Benedict who said he's just gonna do the gentleman he yes! was shooting in the air and I'm like Colin and the thing that. that went through my mind and I'm like that never worked out with Hamilton. <laughs> that was what I'm watching. I'm like, have y'all not seen him? Oh my god! That was like, and the, I, I, felt, I found that to be hilarious. On like such a connection to the fact that like last summer, that's all we watched over and over again. <laughs> and by this time, Hamilton, his story had made it because he had died. His son had died. So I'm like, do y'all not realize how those uh, the dueling rules don't work? Yes. <laughs> But it, it it was just it was really it was really good. I I enjoyed it. I did too. Um, I can't wait for the other ones, especially seeing as how I've kind of been reminded of what the other stories are. I will say this: I realized that um, I had to force myself to read the last couple of books. Um, they do get a little boring towards the end when you get to the younger siblings, um, compared to. Um, it's the first four because now they're going in line. So it's Daphne, but then it's Anthony, Benedict, Colin, 
and and then Eloise. So then it goes down the line from there. Um, but yeah, so I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really, really good. It, it's a phenomenon. Like everybody is talking about Bridgerton. Everybody is talking about the Bridgerton. So everyone's excited. Even people yeah. I didn't think would actually like it was calling me up and being like, yo, you watch Bridgerton? So what do you think about this scene here? And I was just like, I never thought you would have watched it. So yeah, so it's definitely a phenomenon. Yeah. And they're talking about like how steamy it is. And you know, Red he tells her first is now. How to touch herself. Yes, he <laughs> Second, does. he gives head. <laughs> yes, he does. Like, all of that. They have sex outside. <laughs> yes, they did. And then of course, his pullout game. <laughs> we've already gave major shots to that pullout game so he is an all-around man and you but going back to the pullout game you understand how he never ended up with any little Simons before mm-hmm. because where it looked like it pained him to pull out of her I'm sure he just did it like a champ with everybody else because he actually loved her everybody else would have been like yeah okay girl I'm done yeah <laughs> like it would have just been you know uh, he it wouldn't have even been a question so I was like okay you know but um yeah it was I enjoyed it and it was steamier than I thought it would be but you know again uh I I love that I feel like streaming services now are like the big kid networks where you can like even with a series you can do and say the shit you wouldn't normally do and say on a regular yeah. series so it's like compared to I'm like, yay for Shonda because I couldn't imagine how sanitized this would have been oh on my ABC God, yes. or a network so show like or something like that. Go through because those scenes are in the book. Like they, she goes through de- like Julia Quinn goes through details because that's what those books are ultimately, right? Um, they go through details, so they were able to really show that the writer, I forgot what his name is, the writer was really able to show that more than if it was on like prime time or even cable network i feel wouldn't have been they wouldn't have been able to be as explicit as they ended up becoming yeah and we wouldn't have and i'm glad like we've talked about before with the streamers i'm glad that we got our 8 to 10 episodes 8 to 12 i'm learning that 8 to 12 is probably the perfect number for a great season where you don't have to maybe 16 because you know the the K dramas are 16. So somewhere but 16, in between one, no more than one season and they fit in. Season, yeah. They, they have a concept where I think American TV needs to learn this. The concept of fitting in a couple seasons in one and not making it feel like they're bombarding you with a whole bunch of information. Yeah, so 16 at most if you can pull it off. But um to where we wouldn't have had to been forced to sit through 20 episodes and draw it uh, out. Can and you make imagine those like, middle episodes and how boring it would have been? Yeah, so, um, you know, the network shows that are the length that they are, I'm not complaining because I like, you know, I like the network shows that are what they are, but um, yeah, so it was, it was a great first season. Um, I'm looking forward to the second season. Um, I don't know. I think my least favorite character you would probably be yours too, Anthony. Um, he, he I, I like the actor. Um, I saw that he had potential. Um, I'm interested because next year, as you said already, they're going to focus on Anthony's story. So it's that, really good. That's a spoiler. I, I will say it's really good. Okay, I'm 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 looking forward <laughs> to it, and I I think 
so because I think after he and his opera singer broke up and she she said what she said to him and he realized how much of a fool he'd been by playing her and leading her on all this time and then he ended up losing her anyway I think that kind of did something to him I don't know uh, I'm just projecting I have like I said I haven't read the book so I, I look forward to seeing how his story develops next season so spoiler alert I don't have to ask you do you think it's deserving of another season because everybody yes! said yes and damn you Netflix if you did not renew Bridgerton I, I, I get it. It was a hit. It's one of your biggest hits it ever. Is. It even outranks the crown. So I get that. <laughs> but I'm going to need y'all to do something about my rule of staffing. You knew it was coming. <laughs> you knew it was coming. So uh, all in all, how would you rate Bridgerton? Um, I am going to rate it a 4.25. Um, I'm not going to go fully to a 5. Um I thought it was really, really good. There's no, like, I just don't think it's, you know, you know, needs the top rating, but it was really, really good. I'm looking forward to season two. Um, I like how closely they kept to the books for a lot of things, and then they changed up. I love the um, the multiracial um, cast that they had. Oh, the Queen's hairstyle, you didn't even talk about that. Like, that, that was on point. It was, on it was a point, whole, her it was like a whole other concept on its own on this woman's hairstyles that she has. She was showing it every single time. Um, but I will say I really, really enjoyed it. 4.25, cannot wait for season two. I'm um, going to be really excited. But the one thing is I do want season two to also include Simon and Daphne. Um, the books usually kind of make them like background characters. I do want to still see what happens to them in the series compared to, you know, how the book goes with, goes about it. But it was really, really good. What about you, Eddie? Um, I agree. So a couple of things. Uh, it was King George III that Queen Charlotte was made ah, to. You know, I had to go research yes, that. Okay. Um, the nerd in me couldn't Thank let that you. go. Um, and yes, speaking of Queen Charlotte, shout out. We shouted out Simon's pullout game. We're going to shout out her what? hair game. <laughs> Whoever the royal wig designer was, you get props. She was on point. You, you get props. That was on point. I love that. Um, to answer your question, they said that Daphne and Simon will be a part of That's season good. two. They will. So I think I think they will probably be primary, like secondary characters. Like they might provide the B story, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I agree. I think it was great. Um, I am going to give it a 4.25. We agree. I think this is like the second week in a row that we agreed. Um, I, I did. I did love it. I, I did. Um, Shonda has not let me down yet. And it is great. And um, I am looking forward to more stories, not only from her under the under the Netflix banner, but more Bridgerton stories. Yes. So um, <laughs> I, if you have not watched Please it, do. do yourself it's a favor amazing. and watch it ASAP. And that does it for this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Be sure to join us next week when we talk about Sylvie's love. But until then, and I'm, I'm Tammy. Bye.